Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Matthew. Good morning, faithful listeners. This is your host, Jen, with P40 Ministries podcast. You can probably tell that I finally got rid of my Christmas intro and I'm back to the normal one. That is because the Christmas season, for me at least, is officially over. I'm really sad about that, actually. I love Christmas. But um, we are in Matthew chapter 11, verses 1 through 19 today. We are almost halfway done with Matthew. I think in two or three chapters, we'll be halfway done with Matthew. But the next couple chapters should go pretty quickly. So I am going to be reading out of the AMP version of the Bible today, mainly because Jesus is talking more in parables during this chapter, and the AMP gives a lot more insight as to what he is talking about. So I will be reading out of the AMP, but don't feel obligated to read out of the AMP with me. You, of course, can either just listen or read out of whatever version you prefer. But I am going to start with verse 1. When Jesus had finished giving instructions to his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their Galilean cities. Now when John the Baptist in prison heard about the activities of Christ, he sent word by his disciples and asked him, Are you the expected one, the Messiah, or should we look for someone else who will be the promised one? Jesus answered, Go and report to John what you hear and what you see. The blind receive their sight and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed by healing and the deaf hear. The dead are raised and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed, joyful, favored by God is he who does not take offense at me, accepting me as the Messiah and trusting confidently in my message of salvation. As these men were going away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind, which is a commonplace? What did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing, entirely unsuited for the harsh desert? Those who wear soft clothing are in the palaces of kings. But what did you really go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and one more eminent and more remarkable, and far more than a prophet who foretells the future. This is the one of whom it is written by the prophet Malachi. Behold, I send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I assure you, and most solemnly I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater in privilege than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violent assault, and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. For all the prophets and the law prophesied up until John. And if you are willing to accept it, John himself is the fulfillment of Elijah as the messenger, who was to come before the kingdom. He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my words. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like little children sitting in the marketplaces who call to others and, and say, We piped the flute for you, playing wedding, and you did not dance. We wailed sad dirges, playing funeral, and you did not mourn or cry aloud. For John came neither eating nor drinking with others, and they say, He has a demon. 
the Son of Man came eating and drinking with others, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews. Yet wisdom is justified and vindicated by her deeds in the lives of those who respond to me. Jesus starts this chapter off by finishing giving his instructions to his 12 disciples, who he had sent out all over the place, as we had learned in the last chapter. He sent out his disciples to go and preach and teach and heal, and he gave them the authority to cast out demons and all sorts of stuff like that. So he has just finished teaching his 12 disciples, and he sends them away. So now Jesus is alone now. He has... I'm sure multitudes surrounding him, as he always does whenever we see Jesus in the scriptures, but he doesn't have his 12 disciples with him anymore. Now, two disciples of John the Baptist, and you remember John the Baptist, he was in Matthew chapter 4, and he was the one who was telling people to repent of their sins because somebody was coming who was greater than he was. But John the Baptist had been imprisoned because of the gospel. And he has been in prison for quite a while now. And we learn more about his story in Matthew chapter 14. But right now, we only know that John is imprisoned. He sends his two disciples to Jesus because it's very possible that John was feeling some doubt as to who Jesus was because of John's own situation. John was probably wondering why he was still stuck in prison if the Messiah was out there and preaching and doing stuff like that. He was probably wondering why he was still stuck in prison. Wouldn't Jesus have come to rescue him? Or wouldn't he have already overthrown the Roman Empire or anything like that? So John is probably becoming very impatient and wondering what is happening. So he sends out his two disciples and they ask him, they ask Jesus, they're like, are you the expected one or the Messiah that we should be looking for? Or should we be looking for somebody else? And Jesus answers them, and he answers them with prophecies from Isaiah. And he says, Go tell John that the blind have received their sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf are hearing, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. So he's talking prophecies to the two disciples of John, saying to go back and tell John these things, because John would have understood this stuff. John would have understood these prophecies. And so to hear this from Jesus's own lips, this was a confirmation that Jesus was indeed the Messiah that Isaiah speaks about. So John's two disciples leave. Jesus says to them before they go, he says, blessed are those who do not take offense at me and accept me as the Messiah. So he's saying to John's two disciples that the gospel is going to be offensive But people who are not offended by the gospel are blessed. And that is what he sends off John's two disciples with. So now Jesus, even though John was very possibly going through something and beginning to doubt who Jesus was, Jesus begins to basically praise John the Baptist to all these crowds that were surrounding Jesus. He says, what did you guys go out to see? Did you see a reed shaken by the wind? He says, no, because John the Baptist was not like a reed shaken in the wind. He was sturdy. He was unafraid. He wasn't scared to preach the gospel. And he continues with, did you see a man who was dressed in soft, luxurious clothing? 
No, of course not. John did not wear that kind of clothing. He was dressed in camel's hair. He was dressed in harsh clothing. And you did not go out to see that. He says, you went out to see a prophet who was a great prophet, the best prophet that has ever been born up until this point. He even goes on to say, Jesus even says, he was more eminent and more remarkable, far more than any prophet who foretells the future. That is what he says in verse nine. So he is saying that John is the best prophet there has been so far. And this was a, I'm sure a really great compliment from Jesus. Imagine Jesus saying to his followers that you are the best prophet that has ever existed. That would be a pretty excellent um, compliment for sure. And he goes on to say that John is the one who was foretold about in Malachi. So he's once again referring back to the prophets. Malachi was one of those prophets. And Malachi wrote, Behold, I send my messenger ahead of you, and he will prepare your way before you. Jesus is saying that John the Baptist is that man. He is the messenger that Malachi foretold about. He says to his followers there, all this crowd, all these crowds of people, he says, you who have ears to understand this, understand it. Those of you who can accept this, accept it. And that is in verse 14. If you are willing to accept it, John himself is the fulfillment of Elijah as the messenger who was to come before the kingdom. So he's saying, I am the Messiah. John the Baptist has the same spirit as Elijah. And this was foretold about, this was prophesied about many generations ago. And if you can believe this, believe it, because this is the truth. Now, verse 12 is a little bit interesting. It says, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers a violent assault. And violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. Now, this verse has been extremely disputed. <clears throat> now, many people believe that verse 12 means that violent people are trying to kill and stop the gospel from being spread. And they're trying to violently take the kingdom of God by force. So they are violently trying to stop the kingdom of God from spreading. So Jesus could have meant that, or some people believe that Jesus means here that violent men are assaulting the kingdom of heaven, which is basically what I just said, that violent men are trying to kill it. But those who are violent back and not violent as in a physical way, but violent with what they speak, those are the people who seize the kingdom of heaven by force, the people who violently go out and spread the gospel, saying that the gospel is the most important thing you could ever hear, the people who are violently going out and spreading the gospel and doing their best to advance the kingdom of God, those are the people who are going to seize it by force as a precious prize. So there's two things that Jesus could have meant here, and it's either one of those things. And honestly, they're both true. So I don't know why it's disputed as much as it's disputed, but it is. And I just want to clarify verse 12 a little bit for you guys. Now, verse 16 is, is interesting. Verse 16 through 19. And this is, I'm going to conclude with this. So 
he says, I'm going to compare this generation that I'm living in as these little children who are sitting in the marketplaces and are saying, I am playing a wedding song and you guys aren't dancing. I'm playing a funeral song and you guys aren't mourning. And basically he's saying, these, these, this generation is never satisfied. These little children are constantly going to find something to criticize other people for. And that is what Jesus is likening his generation to the Jewish culture at that time. And he's saying that, you know, these, the Jewish culture right now is like these little children that are never satisfied with anything. And he goes on in verse 17 and 18 to say that John came not eating or drinking. And the people were saying, he is a demon. But then I come eating and drinking and sitting with tax collectors and sinners and basically doing the opposite of John. And everybody's mad at me too. So these people are never satisfied. They're saying that John has a demon because he doesn't eat or drink. He eats locusts and he's kind of funky and weird. But I eat and I drink normally with everybody else. But now they're saying that I'm a glutton and I just eat all the time. And I am a drunkard. I'm a friend of tax collectors and sinners. You know, Jesus is using what people have said about him and turning it around on them saying like, well, you weren't satisfied with John either because he didn't do any of that stuff. So he's basically saying that the Jewish culture at that time was just never satisfied with anything. They weren't satisfied with John the Baptist. They weren't satisfied with Jesus. And he's also saying that, you know, these people are constantly offended by everything I do. And, you know, Jesus had just said that in verse six, blessed are those who are not offended by me. We remember in Matthew chapter 10, that Jesus was talking about how the gospel is offensive. And now he's saying that the Jewish people at his time are offended by me and offended by everything that John and I are saying and making excuses as to why they can't accept what we are saying. And he says, blessed are those who are not offended by the gospel. So, friends, you and I are blessed because we are listening to the gospel right now. We are currently reading the Bible. We are listening to it. You are blessed because you are not offended by the gospel because the gospel is offensive. It's just kind of funny that both Matthew chapter 10 and Matthew chapter 11 are kind of talking about the same thing that the gospel is very offensive and it's going to be offensive to the people who don't have the truth and don't want to accept it. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. This was Matthew chapter 11 verses 1 through 19. Join me tomorrow. We will be doing a recap episode in Genesis and that will be every chapter in Genesis up until Genesis chapter 25. Now yesterday when I talked about this recap episode I said that it would be good for people who are just starting out in this podcast just beginning to listen to P40 Ministries but it's also good for you faithful listeners who have been listening for a very long time from the very beginning and know the story already, it's kind of good to see a full picture of everything that's happening because you can tie stuff together. I was realizing as I was researching the episode for tomorrow that 
I, I actually learned some stuff. So it's a good episode to listen to, even if you already know everything and you've been listening to it for a while. Now, I know that I have a lot of people who listen on Apple Podcasts. And I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and for listening. But if you could rate my podcast five stars, that would be so exciting for me. That is a way that you can help P40 Ministries move forward with the gospel and reach more people. But another way you can spread the word of the podcast and of the Bible is just to share the podcast on your social media platforms. I would love to get some more shares for the podcast because that is a really excellent way to get the word out about the podcast and to reach more people because that is the goal with this podcast is to bring the Bible to everyone and present it in a very human and easy to understand way. That is my goal with this podcast. But friends, I appreciate you all so much. Tune in tomorrow 6 a.m. for that recap episode and join me on Thursday for another episode out of Matthew chapter 11 and we will finish up this chapter of the Bible. But until then, happy listening and God bless.